We are very pleased to inform you that your name has been added to the Dean's List for this term. You are among a very select group of students, and as a result, the Dean of Leadership Development has some very valuable information he would like to share with you. We applaud you and extend our congratulations to your family. Keep up the good work. This is The Dean's List. Well, welcome to this episode of The Dean's List. It's so good to have you back. Uh, This is where we come alongside leaders and encourage you and hope that we can help you elevate your ministry or your organization wherever God has you. And uh, it's my privilege uh, today to have my friend, uh, Wendy Mannon. Welcome, Wendy. Thank you, Dean. It's so great to be here with you. Just a little bit about you, Wendy. Um, You're really passionate about seeing God's people come into their fullness. Um, You have a deep desire to see godly families uh, formed. You're also an owner and a CEO of an online dating site called On Day 6, and you're the recent author. Uh, Actually, you've helped author another book, but this one is a, a solo project. It's called Love Unstuck, Be the Leading Lady. Tell us a little bit about the book, Wendy, and um, why you wrote Love Unstuck. Yeah, so Love Unstuck came out of my own personal journey um, of being a single woman in the Christian world, and it was in response to something that I felt the Lord had spoken to me to just release my journey and the breakthrough that I had, you know, just being a part and and growing up as a Christian woman and the different things that I had basically believed and either done or not done (laughs) to move forward just in that desire for marriage. And so I wrote the book in just a response to that out of my own experience. And then just what the Lord had showed me through those years of singleness and, you know, some of those years were quite hard and painful for me. Um, and I also was in relationships during that time, but, you know, this book is basically, I believe, just a journey of empowering women to partner with God to move toward their desire for marriage in a way that's healthy and um, full of hope, really. Do you, uh, you, you mentioned uh, the Christian dating scene. What are some of the assumptions out there in, in church world and in, in the Christian world about dating, um, some of the things maybe that you ran into that were um, just roadblocks to, to what your heart desired? Yeah, one of the things that I believe that both men and women have walked through being a part of that Christian dating scene is kind of the thought that this is just going to happen for you. And so you just wait around for God to basically bring you your spouse. It's just going to drop in your lap. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I I always say like that'll work that could work out for you basically if you're like set on marrying a FedEx man or I guess a FedEx woman as they walk up to your door. <laughs> but in reality, <laughs> you know, in reality, we partner with God for basically anything. And so, you know, you go to college because you want to get a degree because you have a desire to be involved in a certain area and, and bring change in that or, or work in a certain area. You know, we go to a personal trainer because we want to get in shape, you know, and I think that this area has been one that has been a little bit set off to the side of like, this will just happen and you just wait 
and God will bring you that one person. And so I did that (laughs) and it didn't work for me. And I know many people, even now, you know, like you said, I have an, an online dating site and I think people are just beginning to realize, you know, that it hasn't really worked for me and I need to partner with God in different ways to really move forward in that desire. So that's one kind of mixed misconception that I believe is pretty huge. I think another one that I hit on the, in the book is, you know, just the fact that relationships need to go through a process um, to be healthy. And I think, Again, it goes back to that place where we have thought that we'll just know instead of building a good foundation and actually asking a lot of questions about the person that we would marry. You know, I have known people that are like, well, this is the person God has for me. Mm. And red flags will come up, but they'll just kind of, you know, not take those into as much. Yeah, exactly. And so... Unfortunately, those don't go away. And, uh, you know, many times people get married when they could have set a better foundation working through those things, you know, in the process of dating instead of just like jumping into a marriage where then you add a lot on to that. And so I think that's another misconception that I deal with in the book of just just allowing the process to take its course. And I I go through, you know, four different stages of relationship in the book. And we're going to dive deeper into that. Um, But what I hear you saying is that people tend to over-spiritualize this area of dating uh, in their life, um, which may cause them to be waiting longer than they need to be waiting, or maybe not um, putting the brakes on something that where they need to stop and really, um, you know, reflect on what's going on in the relationship. How do people, how do Christians prevent themselves from over-spiritualizing this area of their lives? Well, I think one of the ways that you can is, I believe, cultivating the belief that, you know, the Holy Spirit is in you. He guides and directs you. And the Bible says that you have the mind of Christ. And I think sometimes people don't... Sh- trust themselves in the way that God trusts them. (laughs) And so they want him to just do everything and tell them every little move, especially in this area. And so they're spending a lot of time, you know, waiting to hear if this is the right person. Whereas God's like, well, why don't you maybe spend a little time with them? Because, you know, those things are going to become apparent if this is a a person that would be a good match for you or not, you know? So one of those is just a belief system about yourself, a value about yourself. Um, All of this is combined with godly counsel and prayer, obviously. But with that, taking action steps, you know, just like we would for any other area of our life. So, you know, I don't think it's wrong to put yourself in situations and or events or circumstances that could allow you to meet someone, you know, of the opposite sex that could be, you know, looking for someone as well. So I always suggest, you know, different events that you could meet someone at, you know, getting on online. Online dating is just actually very acceptable. And it's now that one in three relationships start online. Wow. Because it's just, it's just the way 
of the world now with social media. And it's just, you know, that's the outlet of connection that is used across the world. So You mentioned uh, online dating. Um, you are the CEO of uh, On Day 6. You know, how, what led you to get into uh, an online dating site? And what kind of results have you seen of people, um, you know, using your site as a tool to find their future husband or wife? I had a really good friend that, that started the site and that is, she had um, walked through that journey of being empowered in the process and, and she had, I had a profile on the site and she had told me about a man that she had seen that had signed up because she owns it. So she sees him first and <laughs> she had not told me about anyone on the site up to this point. And, she told me about him and she said, he looks like a great guy. I think you should wink at him, which in online dating world is like, Hey, like, so like a little poke on Facebook talking. or something like that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, Hey, I wouldn't mind getting to know you a little better. So that man was actually my husband, <laughs> which I know, you know him. Yeah. Um, he's a great guy, Shane. by the way. He's an amazing guy. And we connected. He had never done online dating either and um he, we connected though and from the moment we like started talking it was just different and he was in Hawaii I was in California he came to visit me and the rest is history <laughs> now we've been married for three and a half years and so that was how I got connected with the site and then I've always had this passion for relationships and seeing people get connected and and also facing the problems that are in that arena in the Christian world yeah. is in my heart. And so my friend had approached me, and I, I was doing blogging for the site, but had approached me about a year year or so ago and just had felt like we were possibly the ones to take that site to the next um, level. And so we prayed about it and felt God was saying yes for us to do that. And so now we own that dating site. and. Um, obviously I have my own testimony from the site, but we've had many marriages and it, it started out of, you know, um, Bethel, kind of the Bethel church area. And now we have it based in Texas, but, um, yeah, it's been a cool journey and it's just amazing to see people connect that have the same beliefs, kingdom minded, just a, a huge passion of mine. Obviously, you're you're living the book you wrote, so that that's an exciting thing. But um, how does one go about registering themselves online? Do they have profiles? Because um, some people probably are intimidated by that. Is you know, w- what's the experience when someone goes to ondaysix.com? Right. So anyone can sign up for a profile. Um, you just go to the website and you say, "I'd like to sign up for a new profile," and basically. You know, um, once you confirm your email, different things, you upload some nice photos of yourself, and those get approved, and then you tell, you know, those that are looking <laughs> a little bit about yourself, and that, all of that is very, it's all, you know, very easy and simple to fill out forms, different things like that that you just submit online, and they get approved. And then um, the, the unique thing about our site is that you can put you know, the, either the denomination that you're a part of or say you, you know, came from a background of YWAM or IHOP or 
Bethel Church, you know, you can actually put that on your profile. Right. So that makes us unique, and we really target just, you know, the spirit-filled believer, um, and it's been cool to connect people across the globe with that. Are you finding out uh, that people um, are are younger people using your site and finding each other, or is it just a combination of older, younger? Yeah, it's all ages. So we have all ages on the site, and all ages are connecting, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Getting back to your book, you've written it from a woman's perspective, um, and you talk about a woman's heart. Um what do we have to understand? What do ladies out there uh, have to understand about a woman's heart when it comes to this right. this topic of dating? Yeah, I think that's a really important piece for a woman to kind of dig into because, you know, I went through just a time of not knowing really what I wanted in a man. You know, I would say, oh, I want who God has for me. Well, that's not really that helpful when God's like, well, what do you want in life, you know? So it's really about, I go into in the book, just for women, you know, kind of digging deeper into what are the needs and the desires that you have, and then what is it that you really want in a spouse? That's such a good question. (laughs) I think someone needs to take notes right now. That is such a good question. (laughs) What do you really want in a spouse? And I think also I go into, because there's usually two, you know, the pendulum always swings, you know, both ways pretty intensely. And so we have kind of, I also do relationship coaching. And so we have kind of these two ways that the pendulum swings. Either, particularly there's, there's, you know, the person that is kind of open to anyone and does not have any, like, not quite sure who they want. And so they're really open to kind of everyone. And then on the other side of the pendulum, you know, I've talked to, women and sometimes men, but especially women. And I said, you know, I'm not sure if Jesus walked through the door and asked you out, if you would say yes, because the um, expectations of the man that they're looking for are unreasonable (laughs) and they won't find that because in all reality, obviously we're all in process Yes, and we all have things that we're working through. And so I, I talk a little bit about that. Now, with that, I think a woman's value system for herself will attract a great man, but you also have to understand that everyone's in process. And so I help coach people through that because a lot of times the things that hold people back from getting into relationships is that their expectations can hold them back. And so I dive into that for women. One last thing I want to touch on, Wendy, Um Section three in your book is the questions every woman wants answered. And you have uh, several questions listed here. But the one that I want to ask is uh, the, the first question that you ask here in, in chapter eight of your book is, why aren't men pursuing? Can you give some reasons for that uh, as a teaser to some of the ladies that might be listening to the podcast? <laughs> yes. And this is something that you know, I had to personally walk through because I didn't understand. I think I, I, you know, I, in my younger years, I was very flirtatious. And so I had a lot of attention, but I didn't know what I want and I wasn't doing it in wisdom. Um, and then in my older years, I just kind of shut down that area of my life in my twenties or 
in my older single years, those aren't older years, but um, I kind of shut down that area because I thought, well, this is going to just happen for me and God's going to bring me the right person. And, you know, I need to be just this godly woman. Well, the problem with that is that as humans, we're meant to interact. And so one of the reasons that I've seen and know why men aren't pursuing is because they need encouragement to pursue. And (laughs) when my husband talks to, you know, women and we talk to men about this too, but you know, he always says, you know, a man needs to know that he he has a chance to succeed. And so for women, that's very simply just, I call it authentic invitation. And with that, when you're interested in someone, they actually have to know you're interested in them um, in order for that man to start to pursue you. And so, you know, many women have learned to shut that part of them off. Um, if maybe they did it without wisdom previously, but I, you know, it's simple things like, you know, holding eye contact across the room, you know, touching a man's arm when you're talking very simple things, you know, we're not talking about being inappropriate, but they need to actually know that there is some kind of chance and that there is some kind of attraction going on because that's why men and women get together. And I've seen it as probably one of the biggest things that holds especially women back from connecting with men because the men are waiting for that um, invitation. Does that help? That, that, I'm sure that's helping someone. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to just encourage uh, any singles that are listening uh, to pick up the book. You can get it on Amazon. And get, again, it's called Love Unstuck, Be the Leading Lady partnering with God uh, to move towards marriage. Hey, Wendy, before I let you go, um, I just I, I want to encourage uh, leaders out there in general. And so you have a lot of roles. You're a CEO of, of a company. Um, you're a wife. You're a uh, college young adult pastor at Hill Country Church in San Marcos, Texas. How do you balance uh, those roles, and how do you um, carve out time for yourself and your relationship? How do you how do you protect those things and and still do well in all those roles that God has called you to? I think for me, it's all about managing my time well and having certain times that are focused on a certain aspect of my life, and then also protecting obviously the time with my husband and, you know, putting that at the forefront because we minister together as well. Um, And so I think for me, the biggest thing is having set times to work on a specific piece in my life because they don't all cross over. And so if I don't do that, I get very scattered. Um, And just also making sure I'm healthy, and then my husband and I are healthy in our relationship. So, I, you know, obviously the number one priority on top of being, you know, healthy with God. So that would I, that's my number one key. That That's great input. Um, Wendy, can you just let us know if there's someone out there that needs maybe some relationship coaching, maybe need, you know, they need some nudging. How do they get in touch with you, um, your blogs, your 
social media. Can you tell us that? On the website, www.ondayfix.com, there is um, quite a few blogs on relationships that I wrote and other contributors have written on our site. And so you can go there. And if you would like more information just on personal coaching, we actually do the personal coaching for both men and women. I do it for the women. Um, and then my husband joins me when we coach men. And that has been going amazingly well. We love seeing people get it connected and just free in that area. But you can um, reach out to me. You can either go to the site and go to the contact us page or just contact me at info at onday6.com. Awesome, Winnie. Well, we so appreciate your time. I appreciate your time for being on the Dean's List, and uh, I look forward to uh, talking to you and staying in touch. For more on life and leadership, go to deandeguara.com.